good to be in the house of the Lord. It is good to be here this Sabbath. It is good that we can come to church freely to celebrate. So I want to ask that you can be with me as we are in this uh, communion service, that you can please bow your heads, shall we? Heavenly Father, we're grateful for the opportunity to be here, and we ask right now that your Spirit can come into our hearts, Lord. Today, as we are partaking of communion, may be a special occasion that any burden be left, Father, at the foot of the cross. If there is any, maybe friction between somebody here, I pray, Father God, that they can make it right today. I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit can impress all of us to look to you in this world filled with negativity. We don't need positivity, Lord. We need Jesus. And so we pray that your Spirit can give us Jesus. In his name we pray. Let everybody say If I ask the question, has anybody ever wronged you? I think all of us can raise our hands one time or another, right? You know, when it comes to somebody doing us wrong, usually the reaction is something like anger. When anger takes place, you can probably trace it back to a story. And that story can explain our behavior. Now, there are generally three responses when we talk about anger. See, the way that I see it, my friends, all of us, in one point or another, we've been wrong, right? With that said, Sometimes, and we were talking about this in our teen Sabbath school. By the way, where are the teens? Anybody here that were in the Sabbath school? There we go. Yay! They're waving over there. We were talking about that, and the main thing that came up to that, the main theme was one that I think it's very fitting for today as we celebrate communion, and that is the theme of forgiveness. You know, forgiveness is something that we often talk about, but let's be honest. Very few really know what it really means. You know, we said, oh, I ought to forgive, I ought to do this, I ought to do that. You know, we say things like, oh, we forgive and we what? And we forget. And you know, and, 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 and you know, since this is only a communion sermon and we're only going to be speaking for a short amount of time, I don't have a full amount of time to, to unpack that whole thing. But I want to let you know, my friends, that forgiveness goes even above and beyond forgetting. See, when it comes to forgiveness, if somebody has wronged us, there are generally three responses. We say things like, well, I ought to forgive, but I can't work up the courage to do it. If I forgave them for what they did, that would be letting them off the hook, and that would not be right. Others say, well, I went through the motions of forgiveness, but those old feelings and memories still keep coming back, so I wonder if I have truly forgiven from the heart. You know, if we have our Bibles, 
if we can turn, please, to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31. Ephesians 4, 31. You know, honestly, uh, don't, don't put it on the screen. If you can do me that favor, can we look it up the old-fashioned way? Right? Great. It's still encouraging to hear pages flipping instead of phones turning on. Right? You know, if you have your Bible on your phone, that's good too. Don't get me wrong. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31. When you're there, please say, praise the Lord. It says, let all, I'm reading from the New King James Version, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And verse, 30, verse 32 says, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. You know, when we look at this verse, it says over here, let all of these negative emotions be put away. The original King James, it says, get rid of all of that. Now, what if you were wrestling with someone, or with something, I should say, and all of a sudden I say to you, hey, you need to get rid of that. Maybe you would look at me a little bit differently, a little bit weird, because it's like, you don't know what I've been through. You know, it's funny, I was reading Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31, and I was studying that, that, that word in the Greek, get rid. And uh, the implication between that word, with that word, I should say, is remove it as soon as possible before it poisons you. How many of us, after church, let me actually go down here, because I want us to relate to that. You know, anybody ever get into the practice of after church? You know, you, you eat your potluck, you gain your good five pounds, right? After a good meal, because remember, Adventists, you know, the way that, that, that it works, you know, it's either haystacks, veggie meat, and then like 10 desserts, right? Amen to that. So how many of that, how many of us, after that meal, we like to go for a hike? Anybody? A walk? Yeah, that's a good thing, right? How many of us have gone through a hike through maybe some woods? Anybody? Let me see if this scenario ever happens to you. You're walking, and you're walking, and you're walking. All of a sudden, you feel something in your face. Like a little cobweb, right? A spider web, right? Anybody? Great, yeah. If you haven't, praise the Lord. You haven't turned into Spider-Man yet, all right? But you're walking, right? And as you're walking, what do you do when the spider web hits your face? Do you remove it immediately? Oh, no, no, no. You're like this. You're like, spider, oh, let's go. <laughs> Is that how we do it? No. My friends, if a spider web hits your face, how do you react? You go, ah, as soon as possible. Why? Well, first of all, it just feels weird, right? It feels funny. Is there a probability that there could be a spider in there? Right. You know, the implication is the same in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31. When you feel the spider web, you get rid of it immediately because not just what it can do for the moment, but what it can also do to you in the long run. The poison from a spider, anybody ever experienced that before? The poison of a spider 
is not something that you want to necessarily experience. But yet, my friends, the poison of anger, wrath, bitterness, clamor, evil speaking, for some reason we embrace. Yet, when it comes to forgiveness, my friends, Paul is telling us here, get rid of all these things as soon as possible before they poison you. You know, in the news today, there's usually negativity all over. I don't know about you, but there's been times where I just had to take a break from the news. Can I hear an amen? amen. Praise the Lord. That's including Facebook, all right? Including all social media. This week, though, I was very encouraged because there was a situation, and you know what? I'm just going to tell you right now, we can have different points of views in this situation, but I want us to point, I want us to focus on the point that when forgiveness wasn't earned, it was given anyway. Botham Jean. I'm sorry? Botham Jean. He was shot. I won't go into all the details, to be quite honest with you. I decided to not read them just in case because I don't want us to come into disagreement because I don't want us to be taken away from the focus. The prosecutor was taken to court. The father was complaining he was never going to see his son again. But yet the brother made a very, very remarkable and shocking decision. I don't want to say twice or for the hundredth time what you've or how much you've taken from us. I think you know that. But I just... I hope you go to God with all what all the guilt all the thing the bad things you may have done in the past each and every one of us may have done something that we're not supposed to do if you truly are sorry I know I can speak for myself I I forgive you and I know if you go to God and ask Him, He will forgive you. And I don't think anyone could say it. Again, I'm speaking for myself, not even bad for my family. But I love you just like anyone else. 
And I'm not gonna say I hope you rot and die just like my brother did, but I see I I personally want the best for you. And I, I wasn't gonna ever say this in front of my family or anyone, but I don't even want you to go to jail. I want the best for you. Because I know that's what that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. And the best would be give your life to Christ. I'm not going to say anything else. I think giving your life to Christ would be the best thing that both of them would want you to do. Again, I love you as a person. And I don't wish anything bad on you. I don't know if this is possible, but can, can I give her a hug, please? Please? Yes. know that type of forgiveness only the ones that are so hidden in Christ are the ones that they are able to show but yet some of us can't get along for the pettiest things some of us are still thinking how they've been wrong 5 10 20 years ago and you're okay because you're still coming to church, right? But at the same time, to get to a point where you've been wrong to the highest of the magnitudes, yet you are able to say, I love you and I want the best for you. That's forgiveness right there. You know, today as we're going to separate into the foot washing, I want to, I'm going to challenge you right now. I am. You know, and if it doesn't happen today, it's okay. I'm going to let you know that right now. Because sometimes these, th these things do take time for you to get to a point that you want to, um, you know, finally be able to get that in your heart. But is there somebody here that needs to make it right with somebody else. If you do, go wash that person's feet. Not because of what was done. Nothing needs to be talked about. It's just the act of forgiveness itself and the act of humility. When Jesus came to this earth, the most noble act was giving himself 
for a generation, for a group of people that could care less. Yet Jesus says, if it's just one person, I would have done it all just for you. And guess what? You are that one person. So my friends, as we aim to forgive, as we aim to have the love of Christ, as we aim to be more like Him, I want to pray that as we celebrate communion today, as you're partaking of the bread, and as you're partaking of the wine or the juice, may you really know what it means to be in Christ, to be with Him in body and in blood. And may you experience true forgiveness in your heart. As we're about to separate ourselves, I want to remind everybody that the, uh, we're going to have the lamb's offering before we separate for foot washing. And then couples and, you know, we have all the different stations in the other rooms. So there will all be a sign. You can't miss them. You're dismissed.